Hi folks, I was just going over my notes for this interview and I do not have any warnings this week. Woohoo! Um, next up, I should mention that we swear. Oh yeah. A lot. Eh. Eh, it depends on the day and the time. But mostly at the cats. Yes. Yes, Sergey, I'm looking at you. And our third warning is that we have pets. And sometimes they cause ruckuses. And sometimes they cause us to swear at them. Yes. I mean, that's, that's how it is. So anyway. Hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 276. Uh, I have a interview later with longtime listener and first time on the show, Rachel Yoder. So that'll be exciting. Um, yeah. Cool. And uh, let's see, what did I accomplish since last week? Feels like a bunch of nothing. <laughs> I mean, fair. Um, I went to Chicago for WindyCon. I did the Doorside Business Meeting. I talked to a lot of people about things going on at MAGFest and... Then I played a really fun game of D&D with some friends who I never, ever, ever get to play with. And that was a lot of fun as well. So, and then, you know, back to work. Hello, hello, back to work. Work, it's what work, I do. work. Work, work, work. I'm signing book plates. You're again. signing book plates because really that is, that is what you do is you sign book plates. Yes, I, I, I wrote books once. Yes. Now mostly I sign book plates. Sergey, you're licking my thumb. Which is, we're happy now because we got fed. Is that how it is, buddy? Are we it's not true. I, I wrote like 1,600 words today. Yes. All right. I'm going to turn off my keyboard, Sergey, before you roll on it and stop the recording. So again. I still write books occasionally. Just, you do. You it do. It seems like I also sign a lot of books. Don't, don't you have one like up for pre-order soon? Yes, very soon. Uh, watch this space. Right. So that's the thing. I should also mention that uh, uh, next week is Thanksgiving in America. It is. And I, Dino reached out and said, hey, we should do another holiday cooking episode. And I looked at my schedule of people who I've got coming on the show, and I'm like, um, kind of booked. You can do one and then post it as a bonus. Well, instead, what we're going to do is we're going to do a two-part... Um, a two-part sort of catch-up episode for end of year. Okay. Or start of year. I'm, I'm looking at some shuffling I have to do on my schedule, and uh, it looks like we will have essentially a... I'm hoping it's a year-end wrap-up, followed by a looking forward to the new year kind of back-to-back -back on the uh, last episode of December, first episode of January. So that'll be pretty awesome. In my mind. Absolutely. And we will see how that goes. And hopefully it does not extend into a third episode. But, you know... Things happen. Things happen. Things happen. Uh, otherwise, uh, work is going good. Um, I'm very happy with some of the things I've gotten accomplished in the few days I've actually been working in the last two weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's it's like I haven't worked a full week in 
a while. So after Thanksgiving, I am back to quote unquote normal weeks until January. I mean, aside from holidays, because holidays happen. Well, yes, and there's two of them in December, as I recall. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a thing. Sergey, did we change our mind about jumping to our usual sleeping pot because I put a cardboard box there? Are we offended by the cardboard box? No, if we were offended by the cardboard box, we'd go over there and we'd knock the cardboard box on the floor. Yes, we would. So yeah, that's, I mean, it, it's, you know what's nice? It's, it's like there's nothing really exciting going on, if that makes sense, knock on wood. I mean, other than, you know, the things going on in the world, and of course watching Twitter burn, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the midterms happened, and all that jazz. So, you know, there's, there's been a lot sort of to to wrap our heads around. But well, in terms we, of... we also had to wrangle a, a mouse incursion yesterday. Yes, we did. We did. And uh, there's just, you know, a lot going on. But... I mean, technically, we didn't have to do it yesterday, but we did it yesterday. I had to do it yesterday. You had to do it yesterday. Yes. Um, and let's be honest, I've been procrastinating and putting that off for a while. There, Sergey. See, I'm cleaning cleaning everything up so that you can throw things on the floor. And there, I'll move your cardboard, the cardboard box so that the other cats can sit in it and it's not in your way. I've completely lost track of where we are in the show and what we're supposed to be talking about because the, the cardboard box narrative... I, I know, I know the cardboard box narrative. No, we were talking about the mouse incursion. Yes. And having to clean out the pantry. Why, why were we talking about that? It was, was because that it was all... something we accomplished. I oh, mean, yes, it... it was It was stuff we accomplished. Yeah, last... yeah I... Uh, I... I mean, I did a lot. You did. I I did a book cover. I formatted an ebook, which is a lengthy process. I uh, I wrote like sixteen hundred words today. But yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, and I did a lot of it without my usual meds because I had accidentally delayed getting uh, calling in a thing and yeah. So did, that was did, now. Here's an interesting question because when I was refilling pills, I noticed you had not taken the pills from the Wednesday morning that was in there. Yeah, I took I took one from earlier in the week okay. because I uh, because um yeah because it was early and I stared at it and it just seemed like. There was nothing in the evening pill on that case, so if That's I took right. the day pill, then there would be no pills. I hadn't refilled yet. Yes, but it was early, and my brain was like... <laughs> and you hadn't had your pill yet. Yes, but if I took a pill from previously in the week that ah. I had skipped so that I would have a backlog for when I needed to have the ADHD meds, then there would still be a pill in Wednesday, and even though it wasn't the evening pill that would be the right number of pills or something. I don't know. It look So, yeah, I, I... I've been having this weird dream about this villain who was like this flat, extruded, uh, uh, evil queen, and it was... Uh, and these... And an alien invasion on the planet, and these these giant, like... They were called marching mines, and they were these these huge stone bombs that would... I mean, they were bombs. They were just giant rocks that would fall in, like, sets of, like, a, a long line of, like, you know, dozens. Right. 
and you know and they were the size of a room and they were huge rocks and they would land and then there if you were running away from them uh there would be another set like just like 10 feet away uh, like five seconds later, so that you were constantly <laughs> sort of running ahead of these things falling, and uh, uh, it was uh, yeah, it was a thing. It was a lot, and a lot, uh, yeah. And I was trying to kill the extruded queen, and woke up, and then you expect me to deal with pills when I have an extruded queen to deal with. Okay, that's you know, I I I get that now. Yes, yes. Um. Welcome to uh, Productivity Alchemy, where we explain that Ursula is batshit crazy, but has very vivid dreams. Indeed. So on that note, uh, let's go talk to Rachel, who has been, like I said, a, a longtime listener and finally volunteered for tribute. And you know what? I'm just going to go right into it after this. here today with Rachel, who you heard on the August Letter Show say, hey, I volunteer. And so here we are, and um, Rachel's graciously accepted to come on the show. So here we are. Um, Rachel, can you introduce yourself in a significantly better way than I just did? And <laughs> sure. uh, tell us about what you do. Sure. Uh, my name is Rachel Yoder. Uh, I uh, currently work in finance. Um, so it's been an interesting couple of years kind of figuring out that work from home life, uh, now trying to figure out my my hybrid model, uh, you know, how that's going to look. Um, I've been listening for about uh, about two years. And I know, um, you know, just with all of the, the guests I've been on, I have been able to glean so many little uh, like pearls of wisdom that it is uh, that I have found helpful in my personal life, my professional life, uh, in relationships that I'm really excited for the opportunity that, uh, you know, I might something have uh, something as well to give back. Uh, in uh, my, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah in, in my free time, uh, I enjoy reading. I like doing fiber crafts. I knit uh, and I spin. Um, I read a whole variety of genres uh, at, and usually have about three or four books going at, at any given moment. So in my uh, current organizational projects, uh, I'm currently working on, um, I'm calling it a long flip. <laughs> I, in, uh, I inherited a house about a year and a half ago. So it's that combination of uh, cleaning out and going through uh, items. Uh, my my parent had lived in this house since 1986. Ooh. So <laughs> yeah. the, the basement is like 90% done. I got to tackle the attic. Just lots of little little projects here and there and, and getting done what I can when I can. 
but the goal the goal is not to keep the house it's it's to get it into a condition that you could that someone who would um use it better than you uh can can take it yeah I'm yeah, I'm, yeah okay yeah my my eventual goal is is move back down be kind of closer to work right now i have about a 45 minute commute Oof, yeah. Um, depending what time of the morning I leave, you know, it's one of those, uh-huh. where, you know, if you leave at 615, it's a 45 minute commute. But if you leave at 620, it's 55 minutes. And if you leave at 630, it's an hour. So I <laughs> uh, see that's that's weird. When I was when I had the commute, um, mm-hmm. if I left at 730, it would be an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would get there at 830. I, I'm putting like bullshit times in because it yeah. was yeah but then if i left at 8 45 i'd get there at 8 30 right and if because of the how the traffic patterns worked mm-hmm. like if i left at 8 i'd get there at 8 30 because all of the traffic that was blocking things up at between 7 30 and 8 30 was mm-hmm. between 7 30 and 8 was gone so it's like why am i leaving extra early to spend an hour in the car when i can leave 20 minutes later and spend 40 minutes in the car because of how the traffic patterns flow. Yeah. And it's, it's, it probably wouldn't be that bad in the morning, but it's, it's the coming home at the end of the day. Oh um, God. Yeah. With some of it. Uh, if any, if any listeners are in Pens are in uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, if I say 422. Oh God. Yeah. You, know, you just have to give, give the, the number of the highway and everyone will just kind of go, ah, yeah. Ooh. You know? Yeah. That's, um, that's the end of the state I, I haven't spent much time in. My my family's all from Western Pennsylvania, so <laughs> so like any any the the run from Pittsburgh to uh, Altoona and then Erie is where like all of that is where my family sort of is scattered about. Uh, mm-hmm. All my my parents' families really um, because my parents moved down here, and so most of my family family direct families is here so mm-hmm. um yeah but i i feel you i feel you on that because rtp is is sort of the same way if i i'm just like yeah um yeah f- i'm i'm on 540 anyone from raleigh knows okay yeah mm-hmm. um you know 540 in glenwood avenue and they're like oh god yeah yeah that's terrible. yeah so um so the question that comes up after all that is mm-hmm. how how do you keep all of that organized and, and stay productive. Yeah. Um, I've, I have a couple different, different systems. A lot of times it uh-huh. depends. Um, right now I, I go into the office three days a week and work from home the other two. So sometimes my, my schedule and, and how I, how I keep myself organized and on top of things, it depends on, uh, you know, is, is tomorrow a, a work from home day or is it a, an office day? Um uh-huh. But like the, you know, kind of speaking high level of things that help me stay on, on top of it is um, uh-huh. kind of having like designated drop spots for things. So when I come home, um, you know, at the end of the day, when I come home uh, from a, you know, from an office day, I have a specific spot where, um, you know, because we have to bring our computer home every day, right. regardless of, you know, whether or not we're in the office the next day. So I have a specific spot spot I put that. Uh, and then I have, um, you know, like bags that are designated. This is where I'm just going to throw my stuff that I need to drag with me back and forth. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and trying trying to get in some kind of um, you know my daily routine doesn't look the same every single day, but right. you know there are particular things I do the night before an office day. Um, or the morning of a home day that um, helped me stay on top of things. And it's, um, you know, like I said, I feel I prep my coffee maker the night before. Um, I, <laughs> that's, you know, because you can just run out, press the button, take your shower, and your coffee's ready to go um, by the time you're done. Um, mm-hmm. But just trying to trying to keep the, the house, um, I don't want to say completely organized, because it's going to be a while till it gets there, but just like... Right, having right. important areas tidied. So, um, you know, my priority is always the, the kitchen, the bathroom and um, and my bedroom, because those are the three areas you're going to be running through uh, every morning. So um, right. I, I find that like the night before I have like my little routine of in, in my mind, I kind of call it like I'm, I'm putting the house to bed every night. So I always have to like wipe off the counters, do all my dishes so that the next morning uh, you know, I'm not walking into a kitchen, a kitchen and, you know, driving to work, being stressed about the mess I left behind me. Right. Right. Um, do you find that on the work from home days that it's easier to keep up with that? Like, I know that, like, I'll make my I make my lunches on Sundays right? Mm-hmm. so that I can just roll in, dump a bunch of stuff into a bowl add because it's, it's a salad. Mm-hmm. Stir stir up with the dressing and then eat and then when I'm done or when I have a break after my you know my two p.m. meeting I can just I roll in and that's when I end up doing like the morning dishes and the mm-hmm. the, the lunch yeah. stuff and and load it up but when I would you know when I was in the in an office it would be like yep okay dinner time and now dinner's over now I have to do all of it mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, I've, um, I, I try and I try and utilize the work from home days as, as best mm-hmm. I can. Um, right. I try and um, I try and still wake up at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I, I generally get up between 515 and 530 for an office day. So I try and keep to that on a work from home oh. day. And I util- try and utilize that extra like I'm getting back that commute time in the morning. So I try and utilize right. that to. Um, you know, usually I'll, I'll do, I, I'll do my laundry and work from home days, you know, cause you can throw it in the washer before I start work, Oh throw, yeah. you know, take it down to the dryer over lunch. And by the end of the work day, you know, I go and get it and I can, you know, fold my laundry while I wait for, you know, wait for dinner to cook or, or watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so do you have any tools that you use? As, as part of this, you, you've talked about sort of the parking spots for things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like, um, you know, in my case, when I was, was working, when I was in a hybrid work model, oh my God, how long has that been? Mm-hmm. Been several years. Mm-hmm. Um, or when I'd have those rare days when I'd have to go into an office, I would have, you know, here are the things that need to go with me that get packed and unpacked, but also here are the you know, like here's the the notebook that, mm-hmm. or you know, in some cases, here's the uh, digital note taking app that synchronizes, or here's how I track, you know, calendars or something like that. Do you, mm-hmm. do you have anything like that going on? Yeah, I I utilize, um, you know, just the I have an Android phone. I utilize the standard calendar that came with it. So um, when I got my, um, you know, my date where I knew I had to start my hybrid schedule. 
Like I went in mm-hmm. ahead of time and I, you know, just set a repeat appointment for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And, you know, at a glance, I can, you know, I can look ahead and double check what days I'm in the office, what days I'm work from home, uh, makes it a little easier mm-hmm. if I'm scheduling like a doctor appointment, you know, take the car for an oil change, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and then in my office at home, I have, um, I just have a giant, it's, it's like two and a half by four foot uh, year at a glance calendar up in the wall where it's, oh, it's yeah. really high level, you know, but at the be, you know, I'll, I'll buy another one in December and I just write in um, like thing, you know, I write it birthdays, anniversaries, um, mm-hmm. the, the, um, uh, you know, the days the company is closed for, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, that, that kind of thing. And, and any important things coming up and, um, and that, that kind of, you know, when you can see, you know, cause the, with the phone screen, you know, it's so small, you can only see so much at a time, um, right, just to have right. that, that high level and all, you know, those appointment reminder cards you get, mm-hmm. for, you know, so I'll, I'll tape that, you know, tape that to the, the wall next to the, the month it corresponds to um, a, a lot of my organizational tools. Like I, I still go very, um, I guess, would that be analog? Like I still work with like, yeah. paper and pen <laughs> um, that, that yeah. works. Um, I, I like being able to just, you know, I can step in here and look at my wall. I don't have to track down my phone, you know, to double check anything. Um, and then I, I still do use a, a physical planner that I always have with me in my purse. Um that um, that was a, a very important tool for me for a couple years. Um, in 2016, uh, no, 2017, <laughs> my parent had two strokes three months apart. Oh. And I was kind of uh, thrown into um, not quite full-time caregiver, but full-time care coordinator. So right. having, um, I think it's a, a day timer. Um, you know, it, it's, it's the one that has you you flip the tab and you can see the whole month of August, but then you turn the page and you have the week by week. Um, that became very important for about four years. So I could keep track of, um, you know, doctor appointments and with having to, you know, track down all these specialists that she was seeing, I could then write down, um, you know, in the month, uh, the month at a glance page, I would see, okay, like Monday, 12 PM neurologist. And then you flip to that page and I would write down, 12 p.m. neurologist, right? The doctor's name, the name right, of the right. practice, the address, the the phone, like the phone number that was direct to their office. Um, and, you know, and then mm-hmm. also I would use that to take notes in appointments. You know, were we changing a medication from five milligrams to 10 milligrams? Were we adding a new, trying a new medication or something else? And I could, could make my notes of um, when some, you know, when there were, were changes medically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's being in a field where confidentiality is mm-hmm. very important or, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. because you, you can't, you literally, it, it, I'm thinking and I'm like, well, why doesn't she, she synchronize the, like the work calendar? And then I'm like, oh, cause that's, <laughs> that's sensitive information that, that could give away somebody's financial information you can't mm-hmm. do that it's like a doctor having a their a, a synchronized copy mm-hmm. of their patient schedule on their phone no yeah. that's that's yeah that's that's 
there are laws about that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's only it's only recently, like with you know, with the pandemic, when we were sent to work from home, that we had mm-hmm. had the option of having any kind of remote access to our our calendars mm-hmm. um, from work. Right. But you know, there's no financial. You know, I, I can't access any of our processing software or any client information on there. I mean, I can send an email if I have to, and that's about it. But okay, yeah. And then, like, the work machine, I'm sure, has the, okay, I am now signing on and locking everything down and creating yeah. a secure connection. And, yeah, so um, it's a lot like working in mm-hmm. um, some of the, like, I, I had a, a company that worked uh, in the healthcare area. And so mm-hmm. security was also pretty paramount. Not that we Not that we did anything with patient records, but we had to be, you know, aware that, we could be used as an attack vector and and model our security appropriately, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, banking, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the analog tool is sort of your bridge mm-hmm. between the yeah. two, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's it it came in really handy, especially mm-hmm. um, you know, it's when you're trying to, you know, use a lunch break at work to call a doctor's office, you know, I didn't have to worry about, okay, well, do I have my, my, do I have my earbuds that I can quick make the phone call that way? Because I, I have to use this phone to make the call, but all of the information is on the phone, you know, so I didn't have to worry about, you know, I could just go to a, you know, go out to my car on my lunch break and make my phone call. And I had my, um, you know, had my planner right there and then it was a lot easier to, to take notes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, all right. Now, now I have to ask. So a day timer for the planner. Great. Mm-hmm. And those are, those are available everywhere. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So they're really easy to get the new one for the year. Um, but now the question of pens comes up because you mm-hmm. say you use pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Do you have, I have to ask this question, not just for me, but for everybody out there who's also a pen head. Um, but do you have a favorite pen that you use? I, I do. I have, it's a Pilot G27. Um, I always like to have fun with the different colored pens. So it's, it's the Uh standard one, you know, it comes in the five pack. So I think one time I went and I got like, oh, a pack that has like a purple, light blue, green, orange. And then I got another one that has like the, like I have the cool colors and I have the warm colors and it... Um, you know, it's just whatever, whatever color, you know, today I feel like writing in, in, in like a lilac purple, you know, tomorrow I might want to write in the dark blue. I, I find it amazing how many people are just like, oh yes, the pilot something, the G2 is, is such a nice pen. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, as I was telling, um, you will have already heard this and everyone on there has already heard this, but I was, I was saying to, uh, um dm gay when when we when i talked to her um that yeah pilot is just like they all the pens they make are amazing yeah um yeah so yeah and it's got it's just got a nice a nice glide you know mm-hmm. when, when you write to it you don't um you know i think it was like the was it the, like the big sticks like they they, they do oh, yeah i always have one or you know one or two of them in my purse or i keep in the car for you know, I'm in the drive-through at the bank, or you just got a real quick sign something. But I, I like the the G2 has a nice. It just it just flows really well. You don't run uh-huh. into 
Like, I feel like it doesn't, um, you know, even though they're click and they don't have a cap, you know, I could let this one sit yep. for a month, pick it up, and it's just going to start gliding right again. Other pens, you have to, you know, I mean, the cheap ones, I just, if it, I just throw it out. But some of them, you've, you've got to, like, take your finger and you've got to pick off the dried ink or you have to, yep, yep. like, run it under the tap for a couple seconds. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have to mess with that. Yeah. Um, I keep all of the, I actually have on my desk here at home, um, mm -hmm. a, a spot where I drop all of the, the pens that are, you know, like mm -hmm. the one from the doctor's office that has the doctor's name on it, or the five that were given to me at all things open last year's promos mm -hmm. from companies or whatever. And those are, those are my, um, my, take if if when ursula needs a pen i'm like it's over there mm -hmm. she just grabbed one and if it doesn't come back who cares yeah right? the, the 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 if it gets lost in the car or whatever yeah whatever but mm -hmm. then like the the um precise is her signing pen of choice and i have like a stack of them so that when she loses one i can just give her another one for for signing or uh, you know my fancy um you know my my pens that I don't want her to walk off with or I don't want Shepard to come in grab and then you know have the cat throw it under a floor um yeah. those I keep somewhere separate <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and it, I mean it, and it helped too when I was like at the time when I was um you know balancing like my own doctor appointments my parents um you know uh -huh. doctor appointments now she's she is she's still alive she's still with us um she is right. uh, did have to move to a, a care facility um but at the time, like when I was the one handling all of the driving for all of the doctor appointments, um, I, I could also throw in the color coding, you know, so I wouldn't right, 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 right. look at something, you know, like see dentist appointment three o'clock and show up at her house to pick her up and get to the dentist and realize, and actually, it's your appointment. It's not hers. <laughs> right, right, right. Is right. this is this my chiropractor appointment or is it hers? You know, right, right. Um yeah, I used highlighting highlighters mm -hmm. for a lot of that until I mm -hmm. discovered that the fountain pen ink I was using on the paper planner was water soluble. Mm -hmm. So I would highlight it and then it would just be this sort of grayish pink smear across the, the calendar thing. I'm like, mm, yeah. I need to use a different ink or or no, I just need to use a different ink. <laughs> yeah, if it's if it's something I have to highlight like where I know I'm gonna be doing highlighting, mm -hmm. um I've man, I have loved these pens since I think I was in junior high. So for about twenty some years, the uh, oh, yeah. the Pentel RSVP. Oh yeah, those those wow. have a good um, like they're um, like they're they're just that much little bit thicker than than a regular stick pen that you can mm -hmm. write for a long time and you're not um, you're not pinching too much with your fingers. You're not, you know, aggravating your, your fingers or your wrist. Um, and they yeah, have, yeah. they just, they, they also have a really good, really good writing feel. So if it's something that I have to highlight, I'll go with those because that won't smear, but I know the ink in um, the ink in the pilot will a little bit. And that, that, that can vary by, by the pen i think the yeah. the precise has the more like that's the one that we use for signing things because it mm -hmm. doesn't fade it doesn't smear yeah. the way you know some of the others do so mm -hmm. um wow we have just gone down the ink rabbit hole and <laughs> i don't think anybody cares i hope everybody is enjoying that discussion um he mm -hmm. says switching to 
Um, I, I've got my, I'm, I'm doing my digital notes. Why am I holding this up for the camera? We've got the camera turned off. And, but, um, <laughs> I, the, I didn't know it. I did the same thing with the pen. I was trying to hold it up. To, like, right, right, right. I'm, I'm actually switching out to one that's a little more ergonomic because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, my finger is now just like, eh, I don't like that, the shape of mm-hmm. that one. So, um, I have so many digital styluses now It's uh, mm-hmm. that work with the remarkable, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, um, enough tangents on pens. I mean, mm-hmm. we, I could go for days. You could go for days, apparently. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we've talked a lot about this um, uh, already, but uh, are there any systems or habits we haven't covered? Hmm. Talked about the planner. Talk about the, uh, yeah. I mean, print. I, I expanding a little bit on on the work thing. I was I was just talking with with uh-huh. someone yesterday. I I do pick out my clothes the night before. You know, like you used to do in, in elementary school. So oh yeah. Um, just speaking like the, I just want to say like more of like a general rule of thumb. Um, I I try and do little things the night before to uh-huh. kind of you know is you know to give my next morning a good flow so that, you know, so pulling the, the, the pants and shirt I'm going to wear the next day out of the closet and hang them on a hook outside the closet. Um, I'm a no shoes household. So I always make sure um, the pair of shoes I'm going to wear to work the next day is uh, the one I pulled out of the closet and set in the kitchen, that kind of thing. Right. Um, Cause it's, it's, it still sometimes surprises me every time, you know, like that only, pulling that clothing out only takes like what, 20 seconds, you know? Yeah. Um, but that 20 seconds feels so much longer in the morning. You know, when you have that deadline, when you have, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I use, um, I have my alarm to wake up and then I have my, I have my, my, my 10 minute warning alarm. Uh, the, the snooze on my phone is 10 minutes. So that, you know, I have an alarm set 10 minutes before I went to leave. And that's my, okay, finish what you're doing right now. We need to like put our shoes on. Let's, let's right. go. Um, and so knowing, knowing that alarm is coming or if it's already gone off because I'm still running around in my pajamas, um, that 20 <laughs> seconds just takes forever in mm-hmm. the morning. Whereas the night before, um, you know, we're, we're allowed to wear jeans in the office. So it's, that's, that's easy enough. I just grab, you know, I find a pair right, of jeans right. I like, and I buy three in the same cut and color and, <laughs> and, and rotate through them. And so then it's really just deciding, okay, which blouse do I want to wear? And, you know, but it's so much quicker to do that at night. So whatever, any of those little things that, you know, that in, you know, you know, in reality, okay, this only takes a minute to take care of. It's only going to take me. 20 seconds to um, pull out the clothing for the next day or, you know, like even like double checking my, my towel is hung up in, in the bathroom for my shower the next morning. So I don't have oh, to, yeah. you know, <laughs> dig a new one out of the closet while I'm, you know, any of those little things that is like one less thing to do the next morning is, is, is helpful. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, no, I have, I, I, try to do the same thing although since i'm not on a deadline necessarily i mean there's like the one day i have a 9 a.m meeting and the rest are all 10 Mm a.m eastern and so that's like you know the one day where that 20 seconds is is of course the one that's gonna gonna make me mad if i don't 
have things set up the night before, or if I know I have a um, doctor's appointment where I need to be out of the house. Yeah, no, that's, it's a big help. Um, mm -hmm. But I've also set up the bedroom now in a way that I can just walk down the, uh, the, the, the dresser slash credenza chest of drawers, whatever you want to call it and be mm -hmm. like, okay, here we are. Drawer number one, underwear, head wrap mm -hmm. door number two under socks i mm -hmm. wear two layers of socks it's, mm -hmm. it's a thing um you know door, drawer number three is you know the oversock and then row uh, column three row two is where the t-shirts are so it's just like take the one off the top and here we go mm -hmm. um, but doing it the night before i don't have to think about it in the morning i just be like yes mm -hmm. i will go in the bathroom and i will take my shower and oh look here are clean clothes yeah so yeah yeah. Um, cool. Um, anything else around that? No is an acceptable answer. No, that's, yeah, nothing else comes to mind right now. <laughs> cool. Um, so, um, and we've already talked about um, your, your daily routine and things. I, I'm comfortable skipping the fourth question about what does a typical day look like. Um, yeah, we did kind of kind of folded that in with the other questions. Yeah. yeah well, because it, it's part of the systems. It's part mm -hmm. of how you, you keep overall. Um, but is there anything special about how you pick or choose what to do first? Or is that already determined from the night before? Um. Like for a typical workday, yeah, a lot of some of that is just determined by, um, you know, is it an in-office day or is it a work from home day? Um, right. Oh, actually, no, I did think of one other thing to, to throw in, like with, you know, okay. Um, okay. With the, the work from home. I, I also try and um, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky enough, you know, I have a uh, the house I'm in. I have a separate room. It's my guest room slash office. So. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I always make sure at the end of end of a work from home day that I, I kind of um, I give myself a couple minutes to kind of go through like the usual, like the same kind of end of day routine I would do at my desk at work. So, you know, I shut everything mm -hmm. off. Um, I always like to make sure, you know, at my work desk, my pens are put away. I've rinsed my coffee mug. I, so I try and do this the same thing at home. Um, you know, any plates or cups, they all get carried to the kitchen, give my oh, desk yeah. a little, uh, you know, grab a, a wet paper towel and just wipe down the crumbs, the whatever the cat has dragged up on the desk, <laughs> you know, wipe, wipe that all down. And it's, um, you know, it's, whereas I'm not uh, putting on my, my backpack and picking up my purse and walking away from my work desk, I still kind of mentally get that same feeling of, um, okay, I'm, I, I can walk out the door, turn off the light and I'm, I'm done. I'm kind of have that official break of I'm leaving my workspace. Work is over. Yeah. 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 And I, I think a lot of people who do work or who have, have got to keep work from home are finding that mm -hmm. sort of thing useful because it's really easy to just Mm -hmm. uh, let it bleed over if you're fortunate enough to have a separate room mm -hmm. that you can just close the door or whatever. Um, yeah. I just have a separate section of my desk because, mm -hmm. you know, my work from home office is also my recording studio is also, my <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's just like that half of the desk when I'm sitting over there, that's work and everywhere else is not. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was funny when know. I was in my, my apartment, about the first um, first year that we were work from home, I actually um, uh -huh. 
and I know I saw on Pinterest and, you know, on Instagram, other people did this too. It's not my own original idea. I turned, um, I had one of those long closets in my living room and it was just deep enough for a desk. So I Mm -hmm. pulled, um, we were sent home on a Wednesday. So that weekend I pulled everything out of that closet, put the desk in there. Um, I was lucky enough. I ordered a standing desk before they sold out on, on Amazon and like double tripled in price. Um, you know, so that came, I, I turned the closet in my living room into the office Mm because it was kind of the same thing. Um, it was, it was just enough that I could, um, you know, put the desk all the way up, push my chair under and I could close those doors. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. um, didn't have to see it, you know, while I was trying to sit on the couch and just relax and watch TV that night. I, I, you know, the doors were closed. I didn't have to look at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I know. I, you know, read a lot of other people had success with, um, you know, if they didn't, didn't even have a, have a closet to use, like buying those, um, those standing screens, like from Ikea mm-hmm. or even I had, I had a friend who just would throw a blanket over it every night, you know, like you do with a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. It's just like, you know, just sometimes it's just something, um, something just to, to keep it, um, out of sight for the, for the evening. So, yeah, and actually, so then, I, then, I'm no, sorry, I just heard my doorbell. I have to go check that real quick. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh, I'm going to pause then. Sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, no. So, all right. So, throw a blanket over desk. Um, Get the separation mm-hmm. of work, work and home because it's really easy to, like, oh, if you can see it, it's, like, really easy to be like, well, I can check this one thing. And the next thing you know, it's yeah. two hours later. It's kind of like Twitter in that. Um, yeah. 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 And just, and it's, it's easy to say to, Oh, well, I can just, especially when you're at home, you know, I can just do just one more thing, just one more thing. And then just yep. one more thing. And you've worked an extra hour without, you know, <laughs> without realizing it. So just, yeah. Having yeah. anything, I think the past two years have taught really good, taught me at least um, good uh, keeping and, and main setting and keeping and maintaining good, um, good boundaries. So, and, and thankfully I work for a company that's, that is, um, that is good about that as well. Uh, yeah. Well, and the thing about finance, um, especially, you know, if, uh, depending on what segment you're working on, but in general is that when the markets close or when the mm-hmm. bank closes, you're done. Like after the cleanup, they, literally there's nothing to do, um, with, you know, with follow-ups or things like that. Um, yeah. You know, unless like I know our finance people at work, like when it's end of quarter and they have to do all that extra processing, that's it's a whole different story. Right. But that's just but that's just because, you know, that's the segment of finance they're in is, you know, this, that and the other. If you're if you're literally like, yes, I I work in a bank and I do, um, you know, loan processing well. You know, when the bank closes, there's nothing else I can do. Or if yeah. you're in, uh, you know, in the the uh, trading and futures or whatever segment, when the market closes, what are you going to do? There's, the, you know, the, there's nothing to do. So you can just call it a day or do your follow ups and then call it a day. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm- so that is that is one nice thing about like finance. I have to mm-hmm. admit is that there's literally when it stops, it stops. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. 
I know I'm, I'm in an area that handles, uh, deals more with paperwork. So we're not doing, um, like entering any kind of trades or anything. So we can, so like, since it's just paperwork, um, you know, we, we can work outside of, of trading hours because it's, Mm -hmm. um, I deal with transfer of assets. So if you're, you're preparing paperwork, you know, our, um, you know, in finance, like paperwork all gets sent FedEx. Well, if FedEx picks right. up at, at 1 p.m., like it doesn't matter if I keep going and, and prepare transfer paperwork at 6 p.m. because it's not going to go out till till 1 the next day. Um, right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in an area where I'm, I'm entering trades or, you know, working on the Bloomberg terminal or anything. Right. Yeah, but so yeah, I guess that's it's it's more of a all right. I mm-hmm. you could get ahead of the paperwork so that tomorrow's is yeah ready, or you know, so that you're not getting in the morning going here's a big stack of things that happened between the FedEx pickup and end of day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's not like that. You know, um, if you keep working, it's going to change like it will always be the same amount yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh cool um yeah okay so uh, and that actually answers the question of how do you decide what to do first because <laughs> it's all going to be based on at least yeah. for work what you know all right what paperwork do i need to do for mm-hmm. what things in what order okay here we go just like work right through it so mm-hmm. um all right. Are you ready for my favorite questions? Ooh, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. The ones, the questions I love. Uh, the first of which is, what is the best advice you've been given? And or in addition to the best advice you would give somebody else? Ooh, and I have an answer for both of those. Oh, cool. uh, I have to say probably that the best advice I've, I've been given that I've picked up mm-hmm. um, and I, it, I've heard it said two different ways. Uh, and I, I love, mm-hmm. I love the way, you know, both you and Ursula put it of perfect is the enemy of done. Um, and right. I've also heard the phrase, sometimes good enough is enough. Um, yes, I've, I've had to embrace that a lot, especially with, um, like working on the house. There are some things, um, you know, I either, I don't know how to do or are going to take a significant amount of time that, um, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not going to be able to do it perfectly. I'm not going to get it done exactly the way I envision it in my head. Um, mm-hmm. or if I am able to do that, it's just going to take time. Um, right. You know, especially when, you know, a house that has the same person lived in since 1986. Um, my big project this summer has been the basement and it is, um, I had to have a, a French drain put in. Right. So that was, that was, you know, two, three days of preparing the basement for that. The work got done and it's been about another two, three days of putting things back, um, doing another, oh my gosh, this is probably my third, <laughs> maybe fourth round of going through stuff that's down there. And do I want to keep this? Does somebody else right, want right. this? Or is this just trash? You know, multiple mm-hmm. cycles of that. And it's... um it's going to take me a long time, probably till the end of the year, maybe even next spring to get the basement to the state that I want it to be. And just reminding myself, you know, it doesn't have to happen overnight. Um, 
you know, little, like little nibbles at a time out of, out of the elephant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to get done. It's just going to get done on a, on a slow timeline. And um, just reminding myself when I go down there, it's not perfect yet. You know, this, I, the, the floor, the concrete floor hasn't been painted yet. I haven't finished cleaning up all the concrete dust yet. Yeah. Um, So uh, it's, it's, it's done for now. Like it's this, this stage Mm -hmm. of it is done. Um, And just not getting hung up on what has not yet been done uh, has been, you know, has been helpful. You know, this is, it's a process. It's going to be a a bit of a long, a long process and and that's okay. And then I, Yeah. yeah, I think the the advice to to give um, mm-hmm. one thing I've I've picked up that I've kind of embraced is um, I think of it as like just pause. Uh, I've had to learn over the past couple years. I've had to unlearn actually um, mm-hmm. to not be as emotionally reactive. Um, I I grew up um, with some family members who tend to be more you know, you just react directly in the moment. Um, you know, so just learning to pause and just take, you know, some people it's, or some situations, it's just, okay, take a breath, uh, or some, you know, okay, you know what, take a couple breaths and count to 10 or, you know, walk away and take a five minute walk before you, Mm -hmm. um, return, uh, reply to that email or, <laughs> or, oh, yeah. um, you know, have, have that meeting, something like that. Um, I always picture, I took a class called crucial conversations and I just remember the instructor when she was, was talking about that, she would, um, in, in that way that teachers do kind of that, that exaggerated, she would stand up very straight and she would kind of pull her hands up, um, you know, pause when you feel yourself getting upset or that you're about to react. Pause, <laughs> and uh, I I had to I had to laugh because I took that class and I was like, yeah, okay, okay, pause. And then it was like a week later, um, a friend and I went to see uh, The Godfather uh, because mm-hmm. it, was, it was being reshown in cinema. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Turner works with movie theaters, and like once a month they show a classic movie. And I got to the scene where I can't remember what had just happened. Uh, the, um, the, the family lawyer, you know, is trying to talk Sonny. He's like, Hey, we just, we need to talk. We just need to talk. And, 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 you know, James Kahn, you know, as, as, as Sonny just goes, I don't want to talk. I want to win. And right. <laughs> I found myself sitting in the theater and this little like voice in the back of my head was like, Sonny really needs to pause. <laughs> <laughs> and it just so made like made sense. It, it just made sense in you know in my head that um whatever the pause looks like for you, it's gonna be a little different for every mm-hmm. person and for every situation, but sometimes, you know, like maybe you should type that email in a Word document and then walk away and then come back, rewrite it, and then you know, copy and paste and send or Um, You know, if things are getting heated in a meeting, you know, pull out that corporate speaking. Maybe we need to circle back to this later, you know, (laughs) Um, (laughs) being being able to recognize like for me um, and just talking 
like that, that would just be my advice. Sometimes you just need to pause, just take, take a breath, take a beat, take a walk. Um, I think it's, especially mm-hmm. now is where, you know, things have been, you know, as they say, opening up over the past year, just, you know, how some people are, are, are just not used to being in public anymore. You know, we're not used to. Right. Oh yeah. Like sometimes, you know, it's, you just, you know, people aren't doing things at you. You need to just like take a breath, you know, like that cashier has been on their feet for eight hours. Can you, can you not yell at them because your bananas came up the wrong price per weight? Um, so just kind of just taking that moment and mm-hmm. um, just to, to try and um, right, like rein in the, that gut emotional reaction. Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. Well, we warned about dogs. Yeah. Uh, so I say, I, I'm guessing the neighbors are getting a delivery and they're going to come kill us. But uh, <clears throat> so chill, chill, Lacey, Lacey, chill. Mm-hmm. Are they coming down our driveway? Nope. It's fine. So yeah, mm-hmm. the dogs, we'll just let her go in the background because that's how, how we roll. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So now are you ready for the, literally the emotional questions? <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, the usually easy to answer, but sad, um, how do you deal with failure or when you miss a goal? Ooh, I actually did. Um, I, I don't necessarily like schedule it in a calendar or anything, but I'll give myself an amount of time to just be sad or be upset about it. You know, if, uh-huh. um, you know, if, you know, maybe I, you know, was trying to get a project off the ground and it didn't work. Um, it's, I sometimes take those as failures, even though they're not, they still feel like it. Yeah. Um, I'll sometimes like, I'll just uh, like get home from work or, or, you know, end my day at home and I'll give myself the night to mope. Um, you know, but I tell myself, okay, you have tonight, but tomorrow, like tomorrow uh-huh. you got to put your grown up pants back on and, and we're going to move forward and, and move past this. Um, you know, for sometimes for, for other bigger things, like, you know, if, if I've made an error, like maybe I made an error at work, um, that, it you know, delayed, delayed a transfer or it, right, right. Um, you know, triggered extra work for someone else. Um, I'll still let myself feel upset about it, but I kind of, uh-huh. um, you know, I'll take a look at, okay, well, where did, where did I make my mistake? And I'll use it um, as corny as it can sound. I'll use it as a learning opportunity. Um, you know, maybe, <laughs> yes. maybe I was getting a little cocky and I need to go back and I need to reread those procedures because even though I've been doing this for five years, it, you know, mm-hmm. procedures change, things change. Um, you know, I'll take time. I'll go back. I'll reread the procedures. And, um, it can also, it can also be an opportunity, um, you know, like how, like what, what can I put forth that could help prevent this from um, prevent another person from making this error? Is it something, um, is it something in our software? Is it something in our procedures? Do we need to tweak uh-huh. how something is worded? Um, you know, it's um, I, right. I, yeah, I, I mean, I try, I try and um, 
you know, I'll, I'll own my, my part in whatever the error was because I, you know, I clicked that button. I typed that mailing address. You know, I, I, I did something um, or I didn't read the procedures and catch that update. Um, I think it's, it, it's very important to, to own, own your mistake. Um, it, it's, you know, it never reflects good on you to sit there and point out, um, you know, well, it's, it, uh, I, I made this mistake because this person did this or because, right, right. um, you know, the procedures said this, um, you want to, yeah, you, you want to own your mm-hmm. role in it, but then also take, I, I like to take that extra step of, okay, but I'm also going to, um, kind of own the role that I can have in helping prevent this from happening again. Right. And I think, I think that's, that's interesting. Like one of, one of my things is, okay, did this, um, like why, why did this, you know, if, if it happened because the documentation was wrong, if it happened because it was, you know, the, the process needs to be updated, then yeah, I, I myself, I like, try to take it on myself to um you know uh, uh address it like make sure mm-hmm. that no one else can can do that again um because you know at least in my field like when a uh, mistake happens because the process doc is incorrect um then or out of date then you know it's going to hit multiple people because mm-hmm. we're all following the same doc. Yeah. Right? Um, unless we're that person who's like, oh yeah, here's the weird edge case that no one bothered to document that like three mm-hmm. of us know. No, that's that's when you take the moment to document the edge case. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you take you take your yeah. screenshots, you document it, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Whoops, not, we're not, this is not question eight. This is question seven. This is mm-hmm. the happy, but often difficult for people question. Do you celebrate your successes? And if so, how? Uh, I do uh, in, in, a, in a couple different mm-hmm. different ways. Sometimes it depends on, you know, on what the, sex, the yeah, success yeah, yeah. is. Um, when I, um, my, my current role that I'm in now, um, I'd interviewed back last September and I was notified early November that, um, that I, that I got the role. I have a, a good core group of, of friends that, um, there's, there's four of us and we'll, um, you know, share everything with each other, failures, successes, um, right. Something interesting we had for lunch that day. So they're kind of my, like one of my first go-to groups, um, Uh that I will like send a message to them right away. Um, but when I, to celebrate that, um, getting landing that new role i uh i bought myself wine uh usually usually oh, yeah. it's um, <laughs> uh, either wine related or i'll i'll splurge on um um i'll splurge on something like i think i, I also bought myself like a really nice steak like i went oh, to the store yeah. you know, like one of those steaks that's like like 35 dollars a pound and you're like nope i've oh. i earned this you know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I only yeah. oh, yeah. have steak like once every three, four months. But you know what? I, I earned the good steak this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you ever do like um, there's that 
you're a fiber arts person. So mm-hmm. for all I know, this is just like a Thursday, but is it ever like, there's this really nice uh, hand done, you know, hand harvested alpaca fur or fiber that you want to work with, but you can't really justify the cost. But uh, you know what, this is, this is a big one. I'm going to celebrate by getting that, that particular, you know, fiber that I want to work with. Or is that just like, it's Thursday and, <laughs> oh, look, it's on sale. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a, uh, a while since I made any, like, more, any, any fiber purchases. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll um, I think the last time I said, like, I bought, I bought a pattern the last time I was celebrating, um, you know, just uh, on the, the Ravelry website, I think it was you know, a, a $6 knitting oh, pattern. Yeah. It's something I, I haven't made it yet. I will eventually. Um, <laughs> but just, uh, just to kind of keep, I think like a lot of, a lot of like my, my patterns, or if I buy myself a, a book to celebrate, like it's a lot of like aspirational uh-huh. reading or an aspirational project. And it just kind of, um, it kind of keeps like that hopeful feeling alive, you right, know, right. Kind of, kind of keeps you you coasting on that. That like, okay, I did, I did this great thing. I, I got that promotion, or I finished this big project. So now I'm gonna, you know, buy this this awesome book that I'm gonna read, or I'm gonna buy this, um, you know, complicated master level knitting pattern because I'm just, I'm just awesome right now, and I can do anything, you know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I, as as I'm saying this, I'm looking at my my stack of unopened to do Lego projects, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and it's like, yeah, that one's that one's really complicated. Maybe I should save that one for the day when I'm I just I need to forget everything and focus on like a big complicated build. And that one looks like it it's probably not that brain intensive or, or distracting. And maybe that's a good celebratory mm-hmm. build. And um. Also, I really need to build some of them because I think there's five in the stack right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I get it. It's like, yeah, this is the aspirational build or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and that is pretty much everything with mm-hmm. one exception. Um, since you're uh, a longtime listener, you know that I guess about, God, we're coming up on two years ago now. Um mm-hmm. We realize we're fine. We we don't need, we we do not want for anything. And if we do, we will certainly uh, tell people. But there are uh, a lot of people out there who need uh, support way more than we do. And so we ask all our guests for a charity they would like our listeners to support instead of giving us money because we don't need it right now. Um, do you have a uh, a, ch- a charity? Or, or you know, someplace like that for our listeners, your uh, fellow yeah. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm um, outside of the Philadelphia area. There's uh, mm-hmm. there's a charity called Cradles to Crayons. Um, I think they also okay. operate in Boston and one other city. But they, um, uh, I, I first heard of them. I had a friend who volunteered there, uh, and then I did have the opportunity a couple times like with my college alumni group actually to do some volunteering mm-hmm. there. Uh, and they, um, they help provide everything from, um, you know, shoes, clothing, diapers, toys, books um, to the Philadelphia and surrounding counties. 
Um, and uh, like one, one of the, the reasons I, I selected them, you know, I, men- I mentioned books, you know, I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy reading. One of the first times I went there, actually the first time I went there for a, um, to volunteer, uh, we were sorting books and we were putting them into bundles. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they take us back to our area uh, and they always share a little bit about the organization before you get started. Right, right. Uh, and when they started talking about, you know, books, why we put these bundles together, um, just sharing that. Um, and it was, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you're, you're really st- struck by your own, um, I almost want to say like naivete, you know, because right. just the, you know, he, here I am early thirties and I'm being told that there are kids that don't, don't even own a single book and what? You know, it, it, it's one of those yeah. things where like you, you know, but you don't know, no. <laughs> and, um, it, it, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, just as someone who is, has always loved reading, just the thought that, um, you know, there, there, are, there are like either children in their homes don't have books or even school, like school libraries that, you know, have, don't have a good selection of books or don't have anything recent or, you know, what they do have is in a, you know, battered condition. Um, really, yeah. uh, really hit home for me as a reader. And, and, and beyond that, they do, um, they work with a lot of social services. So when there are, are children that um, are in the unfortunate situation of having to be very quickly removed from an unsafe home situation, um, mm-hmm they work with social services to provide um, clothing packs. So they'll, um, you know, the, the social worker will call up and, you know, can say, I have, I have a five-year-old girl who wears these sizes and they can pick up, you know, a week's worth of clothing so that when that child, um, you know, everything down from pants, shirts, underwear, two pairs of shoes um, and, a, and, a, and um, I think sometimes they, they do a backpack as well, but just, um, it's one of those things growing up in the area that I grew up in. I, I was privileged enough, lucky enough that, um, I never found myself in any kind of situation of want or need. Um, right, right. And, uh, the, 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 the big main thing that always strikes me about this organization is their slogan is, is dignity through quality. Um, they're not, oh, nice. you know, yeah the, when, when you sort clothing, it's, um, you know, if it's missing a button, they're not going to give it They're They're not going to, you know, they're not going to pass out clothing that's, that's old or stained or is missing a button or a zipper's broken. It's, they, they really want to ensure that, um, you know, the people that they are helping are also kind of given it, we're maintaining their dignity. Yeah. It's not, it's not, you are, you know, you were being targeted as being, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, being in this situation that is often beyond your control, mm-hmm. you know, maintain it so that, um, <laughs> so that you can, uh, uh, still be, uh, still have that dignity and not necessarily look down upon for mm-hmm. it. Sorry, my brain hiccup because I looked outside <laughs> and Ursula was, was looking at the, uh, the chicken, the chicken treat bin. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I need to refill that in a bit. So, 
Okay, good, 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 good. There was enough for her to give them treats. Um, wow, okay, awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, anything involving literacy or, or the well-being of children, I think, is, uh, is uh, important and so often overlooked outside of, well, we'll let the government deal with it or, well, you know, so I think, I think this, is, this is fantastic. Um, now, I know because of your work, this may be something that you're not comfortable sharing. Um, and so totally optional. Um, do you, is there anywhere we can find you online that you're comfortable sharing? Or is that a no, thank you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, you know, I'll, I'll politely decline. I, I try and I, I tend okay. to keep my, you know, my social media to, to people I know. Yeah. Okay. So. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, in that case, uh, that's that is literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other tidbits for our, our listeners, or uh, or is it time for thank yous and goodbyes? Um, you know, one thing <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> um, oh my goodness, I don't want to end on a on a on a downer note. I I think I'd meant to to touch on this when I was talking about like okay. you know systems of, of organization. Um, uh-huh. I, and I just want to throw out, uh, you know, I, you know, I mentioned, you know, being the um, you know, room, you know, care coordinator for, for a parent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when you, uh, I guess I want to kind of like give a boost to Gail Goddard from when you had her on. She has, um, she has oh, an amazing yeah. episode. I think it came out about two months ago, um, where she, um, she goes through like, here's all the important paperwork. This is all the stuff you need to do to, um, you know, to have all of your, so I want to say like your affairs in order, mm-hmm. um, just an, an amazing, oh, yeah. uh, that, that was an amazing, um, help to me. It was, um, that was one of the major organizational things I had to, I had to go through for my mm-hmm. parents and also for myself. Um, so go, uh, I can't remember which episode number it is. I meant to write it down and I didn't, but just to, um, go, go check that out. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, and that was, it, it's funny. Um, my ex-wife and I had done it, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But then, you know, we got divorced, but I never really thought about updating it. Mm-hmm. And then it started to sink mm-hmm. in when Ursula and I were together, like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. If I'm hit by a truck tomorrow, my will says that my ex-wife gets everything and we need to fix that. And, uh, like, you know, and Ursula had to deal with the the um, all of the things that go with the intellectual property that she's generated Mm -hmm. and who gets that. And so, yeah, I mean, there's aside from just, you know, that sort of paperwork, there's also, um, uh, there's all sorts of things that you, that you need to go through and, um, and having, you know, having resources and guides to help with that Mm -hmm. is is really important. Although so is a good lawyer. So, but yeah, no, I will certainly yeah. find and link that for Gail because Gail is awesome. Yeah, that was, oh my gosh, that was like one of the best days ever when I saw she was, <laughs> was like one of my favorite podcasts and one of my favorite, like, like what, what are they called it? Like one of my favorite, like, I know they do it as a, as an online meetup, like two of my favorite, you know, people on organization yeah, yeah. in one place, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still getting um, the occasional post about, uh, the episode I did with the library punk crew about toxic productivity. And I'm just like, I love the, 
I love when these sort of crossovers mm-hmm. um, are, are that people get excited and that uh, that people really enjoy it. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. So thank you. I mean, really, thank you so much. This mm-hmm. has been uh, absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Um, thank you for having yeah, me. And, oh, no. And, and the, the usual applies. Anytime you want to come back, just drop me a line. I mean, you know where to find me. So... <laughs> And you know what? Give me about an hour and I'll probably think of like, I'll, I'll, I'll be sending you an email of like, oh, I forgot to mention this. And I wanted to mention this. And can I do another episode where we talk about this and this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, come on this, uh, uh, for the people at, at home who don't know this, we're recording this the week that I, I released the Dino moving episode. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, you know I am happy to have yeah. people on multiple times. <laughs> I just I just finished that episode last night, and it was oh wow, okay, yeah. yeah. It was, well, until I, you know, it. it I it's I listened, five hours you know, long. Listened, like Thursday night, while I was cleaning and doing laundry, and then yesterday I had um an hour and a half round trip drive. I I had to make, and you oh. know, and I had I had, a, yeah, I had some time yeah. to some time to fill, and it was. It's oh my gosh! I, I love I, I've gotten some good like Dino is one of the the guests that I've gotten some really good good tidbits um, from. So I mm-hmm. I mean that when I, I'm it sounds like an over exaggeration, but man, like game changer when he shared the recommendation of like as soon as you walk in the door, put water on to boil. That oh yeah, me so much time. Some because when I um, I don't do like full on meal prep, but I'll decide like. I'll buy, you know, five packs of like the frozen mixed vegetables and oh, yeah. I, I like pre-portion out chopped chicken, chicken breast and I'll mm-hmm, do that mm-hmm. like over, over egg noodles. So it's the same oh, yeah. every night, but that saves me so much time. Cause in the time it takes me to like drop my stuff and change out of work clothes, like my water's ready. So. Hey, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, offers the door is always open and uh, you know where to find us so thank you so much awesome well, you're welcome thank you for having me <laughs> and uh, and for the people at home we will be right back after this So first thing, thank you, Rachel, for coming on the show. Absolutely fantastic talk. Hope we get to do it again sometime. And yeah, that's 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 that. You're still signing things. Oh, I yeah, it's it's I will sign until I die. Yeah, and there was there was a, a bit of a, a ruckus while we were taking the break, and so my head is no longer in the game, as it were, because I'm thinking about the things I have to do when we're done. Which mostly involve the pets. Yes, that we will be swearing at. Um, also, uh, before I get to the word, uh, big shout out to Gail Goddard and her episode. Rachel found that incredibly useful. Yay! Yay! 
All right, so let's talk about the our, badge code. The badge code. Um, our badge code for this week is what should it be? Haha. Ha. Um, I should have planned ahead for this, shouldn't I? Did you not write it down? I did not write it down. Okay. <laughs> because I I didn't uh, because we didn't pick one. Usually I pick one. Beforehand. Extruded queen. Extruded queen. All right. That should fit in the box. Uh, let me write that down. Um, Sergey, thank you for... Oh, you stepped on the thing and you missed my... You, you took me off my the page I was going to write on. Thank you, Sergey. You're such a help. <laughs> I'll just write that over here. Extruded queen. All one word. And you can take that extruded queen and extrude it onto the um, acti activity code box on productivityalchemy.com and you will get a badge. It will be an open badge. It will be issued by us. What are open badges, you may ask? You can find out on the website. You can. There's a badge how-to. There's uh, a way to see all the badges you've collected. Uh, there's a way to see just all the badges. Um, there used to be a way to see badges that you had not gotten yet, and apparently in an update to the plugin that went away, so sorry about that. Um, that is, alas, not under our control. No, it is not. Uh, and I occasionally get a, uh, you know, bug in my ear and go out and look and see what the other badge-issuing plugins have to offer and keep coming back to this one, so that should tell you everything you need to know. Uh, and yeah, so while you're at the website checking up on activity codes, yes. you can see so many things. I have such sites to show you. It is a wonderland. It has show notes and and uh, past episodes and links to all our guests and uh, an about us page and a contact form. You can send me letters for the letter show in December. Please do, so that it's not just Kevin and I staring at each other for an hour. I mean, we don't mind, but we'd rather right. be watching like My Hero Academia or something. Well, yeah, we're we watching it. so much My Hero Academia. Um, but the one thing you should not do is click on the link that says support. Yes, because frankly, um, while we're very grateful for your support, so grateful. Uh, financially, at least, we're good. So good. Yeah, we're we're fine. Yes, uh, it's it's all good. Yeah. So uh, uh, we will tell you if that changes, but for now, give money to someone who needs it more. Yes. And are you ready for who needs it more this week? Who needs it more this week? Cradles to crayons. They are an organization in Philadelphia and Boston and related areas. Uh, they provide everything from shoes to diapers. Uh, clothing to books and, well, crayons to uh, parents who need it for their very, 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 very small children. Um, Excellent. Yes. Uh, they also work with social services to provide clothing packs so that, you know, go in, get, get out. Um, and they're, uh, you know, the one of the phrases used in reference to them is dignity through quality. There this, you go. This isn't just the usual crap. So go help them. Because yes. I'm going to tell you, uh, it's been <laughs> over 20 years, um, but diapers aren't cheap. And I can hear 
I hear the voice in the back of my head. Someone's out there screaming, you should just use cloth diapers. And that is a choice you can make. But it also assumes that you have access to a washing machine. And a washing machine which you can use without needing to pay laundromat prices, and that you can use often three, four times a week, if not daily. Yeah, uh, it also assumes uh, other privileged things like you are, you know, you have the time and the energy to be able to do it because you are working a good job, or you are not working. Like one partner is not working. It's uh, it's a thing. So, you know, people, that... people know what, what they need better mm -hmm. than we do. And, uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, and yes. So, uh, the cradles to crayons is there to help. And I will link that in the show notes. And even leaving aside diapers, I'm pretty sure baby clothes aren't that cheap. No, they're not. And they go through them like, like, whoa. And you, you, you yeah, know? you get to use them for like, what, 10 minutes and then they it, grow out? It feels like it with the, with the tiny ones. It's like, um, uh, we were given a whole bunch of newborn diapers, uh, when Raymond was born and he outgrew them in like two weeks. So, I mean, we're very grateful. We had the teeny tiny diapers, but then suddenly we didn't have anything big enough to fit him and had to, you know, take care of that. It's, uh, they're constantly, there, there is just like until they hit a plateau, you are constantly just. It just feels like every other week, it's like, well, these are all too small. On to the next thing. So, yeah, no, that's a that's a thing that happens. Um, so yeah, that's 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 everything this week. Um, did you get through that box? Hell no, I got through one pack. Okay, you just were lifting up the box and looking into it, so I had to check. Oh, it's full of. Styrofoam peanuts, isn't yes. it? Yes. No, now I, uh, now I... You have more packs. Yes, but I, uh, that, that will have to wait until the next time. Okay. On K, on, on not Kevin and Ursula Eat Cheap. No, next time on, uh, Productivity Alchemy, when we will be talking, uh, I think next week will be our catch-up interview with Corey Large, and you will be signing more book plates. Honestly, I, we should just reinstitute KUEC and call it Kevin and Ursula sign book plates. I'm not signing book plates. Okay, Ursula signs book plates while Kevin makes natters. Yeah. Because that's really what I end up doing. So, anyway, uh, folks, get out there and do your best to um, stay productive. Extruded queen. Really? That that's that's going to end up in a horror book, isn't it? Or a fantasy. She was very strangely flat and kept extending parts of her body like a nudibranch. Okay, then.